Welcome back, fans! It has been a hot minute. It's been about a week. About a week ago. Oof, love that song. Used to get too loaded with that in college. Um, fans, welcome back. Um, I am Amanda Lewis here, as always, with my awesome co-host, Olivia Akerley. Hi, guys. Guys, um, so last week was lit um and spooky and awesome um we're gonna keep this shit going um hit you with some more you know in-depth research we are your experts so we're digging more into that um but olive like any anything new you want to update the fans on you know there is never really anything new (laughs) i wish there was more something new something excited i could fill you guys in on um i did want to bring up however we talked about this a couple of episodes ago, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get your general thoughts on how The Bachelor is going. Oh, shit, yeah, okay. So we're recording this right after episode what? four. I episode think. four. Um, oh, last night was fucking annoying. I really felt that. Yeah. I, I was so irritated. I think the drama between, what's her name? Alea. Alea is so stupid. Right. And I think it's not even good TV at this point. I think that the girls, they just get so bored. They're, like, stuck in a house all day. They have nothing better better to do than just bicker and cause drama, you know. So I, I think they're kind of a little stir-crazy, and that's why this is all coming up and they can't get over these things. But yeah. either way, it's, you know, as a viewer, it's entertaining. But when you kind of, like, take a step back and realize, like, what they're actually fighting about, it's it's stupid, and it's really nothing. They're not fighting about much and I thought it was kind of funny when Peter approached Victoria P hot Victoria Mm, and yes you know asked if she had lied and she got caught and she all (laughs) she could say was like I don't know what to say I I, I just I don't know I've I, I don't know like my truth is my truth I don't know what to say I just don't know what to say anymore and it's like yeah you don't know what to say because you're lying because you don't know how to cover yourself up you got caught Um, I think the best part of that episode was when, and I'm so sorry guys, I, I like, I'm a faces person, not a name person. What's her name? (laughs) Shows up to the concert and it's her ex-boyfriend, Chase Rice. Victoria F. Oh yes, that That was gold. That is the epitome of that meme that says, the devil works hard, but Mm -hmm. the bachelor producers work harder. Absolutely. I was dying at that. They did them dirty. And it's actually very interesting because... The country singer Chase Rice has since made comments saying that, like, he wanted nothing to do with that, that he had no idea, like, he would have never wanted to have any part in any of that drama. So Mm -hmm. it's it's very interesting hearing from his perspective. They bring in a famous, like, country star to get sucked into their fucking stupid drama. I mean, that that was the best part. Uh That was was solid drama. The rest of it, I feel like, is just filler. Right. can Hannah B just come back? <laughs> Honestly, like, I was there for that Yeah, drama. she should just come back and fuck everything up. Just put a windmill in between them and have them meet inside. Maybe that's how it ends. Maybe that's the end of the season. No pun intended. Uh-huh. We'll see. Mm. You never know what's up these producers' sleeves, so. No, not at all. But, I mean, I, I just hope they, like, just fucking send both of them home and move on. Mm-hmm. Because it's just getting to the point where I'm like, oh my fucking god, like, I don't even, I, I honestly was like, I don't even want to watch this right now. Yeah. So, and I, like, I feel like I haven't felt that way about The Bachelor really before, you know? I did find myself looking down at my phone and being like, holy shit, it's only nine o'clock, like, we have another hour left of this shit. I felt like it was filler. It really was. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've been there. I mean, just think about how many times in episode 14 I said, the thing is, you know, yes, guys, I'm the one who has to edit this yeah. podcast. The so. thing is. The thing is, I, I'm the one who has to edit this podcast. Well, the thing is, <laughs> is that, the thing is, <laughs> I think that the preview for the next episode looks like it'll be a good one. I mean, I obviously, they always put the juicy parts in, so maybe maybe it's not going to be good at all, but I'm hopeful. Hopefully, next week will be Peter's a redemption. seems like such, like... Just he's just so sensitive. It's irritating me. I'm like, dude, you're not taking control of anything. These girls are just stomping all over That's him. That's what I said. I said these girls are walking all over him. Yep, they are. Like they're giving him a piece of their minds. They don't care. What do like, they have I to lose? I respect how you feel and blah blah. blah. And then he's like, 
all these girls gonna leave and be like, yeah, you need to stop. Like, what do you expect? I'm sure that half of these girls aren't even into him. They're like, he's a twerpy little white guy. I don't care. How many times can he also take them up in a plane? Like, every date. Every episode. I'm going to show you what I love. And he takes them up in a small plane, which kind of freaks me out at the whole Kobe thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, we get it. You're a pilot. And, you know, we all have jobs. Yeah, but isn't he? He's he's a pilot for Delta. Correct. commercial airline I believe so. I think. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but I don't think you own a plane. Please just show us that there is more to him than his profession. You know, this does, never would have happened if Mike was the bachelor. No. Or what have, about him line dancing? Like he is this big country line dancer. They're trying to throw that in there. Like he's like, so. Yeah, I love to do this every weekend. Yep. And I'm like. Yeah, right. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's lame. Like the pilot thing, sure. But the problem with that is when they go on their dates, he can't drink. And that usually right. facilitates the conversation. So maybe that's why. They're trying real hard to create a sense that there's more substance to him. And I'm sure there is, but I think they're just trying so hard. Because I, I, I do not. sensitive. I don't think he gets his boots on every Friday night or every Saturday night and goes down line dancing. I don't yeah, believe that. I mean, he grew up in L.A. Yeah. Like, not, he didn't grow up in the heart of Texas, somewhere in the deep south. He wanted so badly to, like, fucking be with Hannah B. that he took up line dancing. <laughs> yeah, he got into the uh, Alabama way of life, I guess. Alabama Hannah? Alabama Hannah. Ugh, love it. All right, well, we'll see what happens next week. Um, I also want to, like, talk about me mailing blood recently. Yeah, so you just... Took a vial and stuck it in an envelope and not on its way. Yeah. So I actually wrote this just like with no context. In the in the first thing in our outline, it says Amanda mailing blood. <laughs> um, no, so I finally, because my eczema was getting so bad and my doctors wouldn't help me, I, I did one of those um, food sensitivity kits. Okay. Um, so you basically have to break your finger in. You know, like standardized testing, you have to fill in a whole bubble. Right. You have to fill in these big bubbles with your blood. Oh, it's just, I thank God Zach's mom was there that day because I was like, they give you two finger pricks and I was like, I can't do this to myself. Yeah. So it was interesting, but I mailed blood and then um, the postal service told me there was a snag for the last four days with my blood. So I have a eerie feeling that I'm going to have to re-prick my fingers and like these have not even fully healed yet. Oh, ouchie. And that kind of sucks. So my blood is just sitting in the Boston postal office. As it tends to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty pretty standard thing that happens in Boston if you've ever been there, mean town. <laughs> um, but let's let's kind of break into what we're really going to be talking about in this episode. Yeah, I think it's a very very relevant topic for all of us, and I'm pretty sure that you can all relate to this. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, this week we're going to be chatting about um. The the pressures of social media and it's kind of like um we're gonna actually take you through how social media came to be we're gonna take it back a little bit so like early humans yeah a little history lesson history lesson as as i have heard you guys have liked before um was my favorite subject in school um but what's interesting is i haven't had any social media on my phone for like almost two months now right you're going strong yeah, no, Olivia has been um, expertly taking over our um, our Instagram account, which I really appreciate. Yeah. She also creates all the graphics. She's incredible at it. Thank like, I, you. I just kind of say maybe a UFO, and then I <laughs> abducting someone. She brings it to life, and then she's like, how is this? And I'm like, maybe add a speech bubble at the end, being like, oh, no. <laughs> That's my one. Fuck. Fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my one contribution, so... Um, it's, it's hard, especially, like, all right, so you have your, your personal social media, right? Mm-hmm. And then to also have, like, um like a public account for, like, you know, a podcast or, you know, if you're an artist, things like that, that's that can be tough. Mm-hmm. And one awesome example recently, I don't know if you've seen this, is Justin Bieber's coming back. Absolutely. Yeah, Biebs, um he just released the Seasons documentary. I actually watched four of the episodes yesterday. They're, like, ten minutes long, so. Um, but I... I Watch him at the gym, and um, it's really interesting, someone who grew up on social media, but, like, everyone, like, millions and millions of followers, everyone was fascinated by his life. Right. 
And that's how he was found. That's how his whole career started because he was a YouTube singer and he was had so much popularity that he was found by these, you know, big producers. So clearly social media has had a big part of his life yeah, in and the then, beginning. But then he was always on it and, like, sharing everything with his fans. So I think when you do that, there's, like, everyone feels like they can be in your life all the time. And I think even for people who don't have so many followers that's that's also a thing that can happen you know right. you, we don't know about that life because we like have so many followers too so well, I remember before we were yeah. somebody you know mm-hmm. when when we didn't have as much but it was it was back in the simple life you know that we led <laughs> but um no it's it's I don't know it's crazy but like you think about him and I'm fascinated by him I like google him like at least four times a week it was worse when I was on Instagram. I track everything he did, and that was only in the last year. Because I'm like, hold on, I I just I started being a fan when he released his last album, right? Because I like all of a sudden it was like more mature. I liked it a lot, but all of a sudden I was like, where's Justin Bieber? And like these random stories would come out about him, but you, it was the, like the mystery of like I can't go look at exactly what he's doing, right? You know, and so. You gotta wonder, like, you know, what happens to you when all of a sudden you walk away from those pressures. And I think that's something I've been living firsthand again. It's not the first time I've kind of walked away from social media, but, um, you know, it's it's certainly, like, for us now that we've grown up with it, all of a sudden you walk away a little bit, and I feel like your life changes yeah. slightly. You know? I have never personally taken a step away from social media, um, I don't think that I am that addicted to it. I don't post that often. I do check fairly often, but um, I mean, I think we could all do better. I think when you look at your screen time. I think it's the checking. Yeah, I think the screen time, you're a little appalled at how much time you're spending, but I don't think I'm horrible. But again, like I think I could do better. I think I could take a step back. Stop being so concerned. I think one thing that I've been trying to do a lot of times when we're uncomfortable we're bored we don't know how to act in a situation when something isn't going on you just pick up your phone to entertain you you're sitting at the doctor's office you know you're sitting you're waiting in line somewhere you Mm -hmm. open your phone you check instagram you scroll just as something to do to pass time and i've been trying to be a little bit more present you know just focusing you know not taking out the phone focusing on something Focusing on, you know, what am I going to do for the rest of the day? Almost like a little mini meditation. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. So, it's in a sense kind of being mindful. Practicing mindfulness, practicing mindfulness about social media and your phone. And being, at the very first thing is to at least be aware of how much you're actually using it. And how, maybe I could do something more productive with this time rather than just scrolling through. Yeah, and I think I think it's a weird tendency to mindlessly like I instead of scrolling while I watch TV now and I'm like I don't even know what's going on the show. Like right. It's it's a weird tendency and so I like had that weird habit I kept trying to go back and and scroll and then I was like I don't even have this on my phone. So I just put it down and like pay attention to something else. Or you're trying to have a conversation with somebody else as you're scrolling and then you stop and you have to say can you repeat that? Because I wasn't paying attention. Oh, the fact I, that you can't just put down your phone and just listen the first time. I don't. I don't like when people have their phones out. Um, I. I like. I don't do that. Like if it's a date or something like that, yeah. I try not to do that. Absolutely. Um, I just think it's kind of rude, and you should be paying attention. I. I hate when people do that on dates too. I'm yeah. like, put away your fucking phone. Like, I can understand. Don't even have it on the table. I can understand checking it here and there but you're especially when you're first getting to know somebody your attention should be solely on them there should be no other distractions i've even taken off my apple watch before on yeah. dates because like a group chat was going off and it just keeps tapping 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 and i'm like i i'm sorry i can't right now yeah it's just you know you you want to be all there so i think the one thing you definitely learn when you do take a break is is you know how much time you spend just just looking scrolling right and that's that's the thing of it I don't think it's so much about like portraying yourself in like a way anymore but I, I think another factor is like you also tend to compare yourself more to other people when you're constantly looking at other people who do post constantly on Instagram and they're so perfect you know yep and it's actually interesting and I apologize if I I can't remember if this is something that I had bat- brought Are you about up to offend someone um 
I hope not. I hope I don't uh, offend anybody Do by it. potentially repeating myself. But <laughs> after episode 14, you will never beat me. Okay, fair enough. So, like, the thing is, <laughs> she forgot what the thing was. <laughs> yeah, I did forget what the thing was. Oh, I'm so bad. Um, what I was going to say is that entering 2020, I usually, starting off a new year, you're so excited. You're so excited about the potential of the new year and everything that you've accomplished and how... You know, there was obviously, we all go through negatives, we all go through positives, but celebrating all of the positives and the positives to come. And people have a tendency during the New Year's to reflect back on their 2019 or on the year previous and kind of brag. You know, I got engaged, I got a new job, I got a promotion, I got a raise, I bought a house, I got a dog, blah, 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 blah. And I think... I was looking at what everybody else had accomplished and felt really shitty about myself. And yeah. it's not that I had a bad year. Like, it, my year was pretty, like, fine. It wasn't really super eventful, but there was nothing negative that happened. You know, I had another good year with my friends and my boyfriend and a good year at my job, and everything was good, but nothing was over-the-top extraordinary. And I think because of the pressures of social media and everybody else posting about what was so fucking great and so awesome about their year, I was made to feel less than. Yeah, but I, I like the way that you operate, though. Um, we were talking about this as I'm like, I took out my phone and I was, I was just trying to take some content. Hypocritical. I was taking pictures of Olivia while I was listening to herself. Um, but I, I, I think you do it well. You, you post about the things that you like. You know, you and, you and uh, Rick doing things that are fun, going to weddings, mm-hmm. um, and you don't overdo it. You don't post just to post. And I think that maybe that's why I took a step back. I was, like, posting just to post, and I wasn't super happy with, you know, maybe the things I was doing at that time, and I wanted to take a step back to just focus on doing those things I wanted to do. Absolutely. I think that Instagram is the most popular form of social media nowadays. Absolutely. And there's such an obsession. And I can admit, like, back in the day when we were in college, if you were going out to a party or if you were going to the bar, if you had an event, anything, like, I posted on Instagram, you know, a couple times a week. And now I'm lucky if I post, like, every other month. You know, all of every other day has turned into all of every other month. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, I just, in a sense, I wish that I asked people to take pictures more just for my own sense, to have pictures, to have yeah. memories. Um, but that's the thing. You're not taking it for that. And that's that's what we're not doing. And now I started doing that. Because I'm like, I want to remember this. I want to have this for later. Right. But people have gotten so obsessed, so obsessed with social media. Like, think about the people who buy followers. Like, that's – think about, you know, all of the debt that we're in, all the bills that we have to pay. And these people are paying money to have extra followers why why the fuck like why is it so important so you look cool that you have extra people following you that you look important because you have x amount of followers that is pathetic i agree um yeah no i agree um people buy that stuff um today i actually a co-worker um her fiance is a is a teacher and his uh, cancer student has cancer who's 13 mm-hmm. and I was like I can donate $25 to this cause because they don't her family doesn't have a lot of money right um I can do that and not spend it on like you know a couple beers right so whatever um but that's definitely a better cause than, like spending it on shit that isn't real you know and beer is real <laughs> so, but so certainly is, is. so is this girl's cancer like I, I don't know if, like, social media is totally, like, there's so many, like, and that's, this is, like, a conversation for even a different episode. There's so many, like, ups and downs of social media, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, maybe should we break into, like, how this came to be about? I would love to break into that. Does that make sense, what I just said? This came to be about? How yeah. this came about? Sure. <laughs> I knew what you meant. The thing is... <laughs> All right, so I found this really cool article, cool article guys, um, on phrasey.co.uk, 
Um, I can sh- certainly share the link if you guys are interested, but it basically gives a, a history of social media. Um, and what I wasn't expecting was it went all the way back to um, years before Christ. So oh, it's they like, had social media too. Do they have Instagram? Exactly, exactly. Were they, they on the Snapchat? Grail. Yeah, they, they snap those glyphs. Um, no, but it, it kind of, um, it gives you a cool background. So let me, let me uh, uncork this bitch. So it takes us all, all the way back to 2,800,000 BC. Damn. Humans first appeared on the earth. And if anyone fact checks me, I'll fuck you up. Because like, <laughs> I'm not saying this is the most accurate article. I just found it and I'm reading it to you because it's interesting. It's on the internet, so it's real. <laughs> so, um... They, it says, somehow they learn, they managed to learn to express themselves and communicate with each other despite a complete lack of memes and emojis. Also, like, we taught ourselves how to talk and communicate, which is cool. Um, 550 BC, the world's first postal service is created. Um, and the phrase, the checks in the mail is coined? Which I don't know what that means. I've never said it, but okay. Well, I just put my rent check in the mail yesterday, so I guess... That phrase is used around my apartment. Um, And then we skip to 1792. The telegraph was invented, you know. Modern times. Mm -hmm. Boom, snap, clap, boom, boom, snap, (laughs) clap, snap, boom, snap, clap, boom, snap, clap. You know what I mean? Yep, lay down that funky beat. (laughs) I was doing this with Zach the other day, and he's like, what the fuck is the boom, snap, clap? I'm like, boom, snap, clap, boom, snap, clap, boom, snap, clap, boom, snap, clap. I was like, you never did that when you were a kid? fucked up childhood anyway um (laughs) anyway um so telegraph and then let's skip to 1839 the world's first selfie is taken by an amateur chemist um robert cornelius so he took a picture of himself as a test i guess selfie gang strong (laughs) selfie gang strong um 1890 the telephone was invented big deal so we can obviously communicate with each other instantaneous you know pretty much instantaneously you pick up the phone olivia answers it of course then we can can communicate instantaneously um 1891 the next year the radio and this article says an early precursor to spotify is invented um so the radio is invented of course you did not have playlist control 1940 the world's first supercomputers are built um Scientists began developing ways for those supercomputers to communicate with each other. Skynet. Right. Um, and then 1960, the earliest forms of the internet began to appear. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty limited still, though. Um, 1969. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hmm. Um, from 1969 to the date is August 5th, 1991, there was no World Wide Web. Really? Yeah, so, um, the human communication, it's just, like, very direct. Um, you, phone you, calls, phone letters. Letters, things okay. like that, snail mail, as they call mm-hmm. it. Um, but no World Wide Web. Gotcha. August 6, 1991, the World Wide Web is unleashed. Um, Big day. Exactly. Um, 1997, the world's first social networking site, it's called Six Degrees, was born, um, I have no idea what that is, but it was the first, um, January 2000, I do actually remember 2000, weirdly enough, I was like five, um, the millennium bug shuts down everything and ushers in the second dark age, just kidding, nothing happened, that's what this (laughs) this article says, yeah, nothing actually happened, um, 2001, six degrees shuts down forever, again, we have no idea what that is, December 2002, LinkedIn is born. And this is really uh, funny. This article says, The world's headhunters and hiring agencies licked their chops in anticipation of how easy their jobs are about to become. This person knows not what they're talking about if they think that LinkedIn is making our job easier. How many messages do you get from recruiters on LinkedIn? You're like, fuck you. Um, I think I get a lot from your coworkers, actually. <laughs> uh, no comment on that one. <laughs> The thing is... <laughs> yeah, about that. The thing is... The thing All right. is... All right. March 2002, Friendster's launch, which kind of, that's where my understanding is. Mm-hmm. Um, people with very few friends suddenly have the opportunity to make some new online friends. Isn't that nice? Yep. And then in July 2002 of that year, Friendster reaches 3 million users. Um, May 2003, 
the image sharing site Photo Bucket is launched. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then here we go. August 2003, MySpace is founded. Big year. Tom big year. from MySpace. Good did old you know MySpace? Tom. I did not know. Wow, I did. I know. I wasn't cool enough. I think it shut down, so you can't see Really? Me. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Um, yeah. All right, so February 2004, Facebook goes live. And the world will never be the same. Nope. Mark Zuckerberg, you really fucked us all. <laughs> um, same month and year, Flickr is launched. Um, digital, si- digital camera sales increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, April 2004, Facebook ads are launched. Which, fucking A. Yeah, you know, all those targeted ads really spook you out. Uh, June 2005, Reddit is launched. Reddit's pretty fun. Yeah, you can really get sucked into a dark hole in that. Oh, for real. Reddit no sleep. Whew. Um, February 2005, YouTube is born. Um, they're giving Justin Bieber a platform to get famous. Yeah. Um, July 2005, MySpace. MySpace reaches 22 million users. Um, is growing at a rate of 2 million per month, which is super interesting. Um, October 2006, YouTube is acquired by Google for $1.65 billion. And <laughs> this article says it gets progressively suckier with every passing year. This person is really, like, pissed. Um, March 2006, Twitter goes live. September 2006, Facebook newsfeed goes live. I remember that. That was, that was decent. Um, August 2007, the hashtag debuts. Uh, October 2008, Spotify goes live, which I'm a huge user and lover of Spotify. They give us some great analytics on our podcast, so I really appreciate that. Apple does not. So, just throwing that out there. Good morning, you know. It just, yeah, it's, it's, Apple's kind of sucks, so. Um, all right, February 2009, Facebook introduced the like button, which the world would never be the same. Um, May 2009, Facebook scratches the MySpace. September 2009, Facebook announces that its cash flow is positive for the first time ever. Um, March 2010, Pinterest goes live. Awesome. Oh, good old Pinterest. October 2010, Instagram is launched. 2010, that's so crazy that this has only been around for a decade. Yeah, and by the second month it was launched, it had already a million users. Wow. Um, July 2011, the year after, Snapchat is launched. Um, April 2012, Facebook acquired Instagram for $1 billion. Um, October 2012, Facebook reaches 1 billion active users. Isn't there only 7 billion people on the planet? Something like that. That's kind of crazy. Um, and then December 2012, Twitter, yada yada, 140 million active users, 2013 Snapchat users are sending 60 million snaps per day. Um, let's see, let's see. I'm skipping through all the weird facts that you don't care about. <laughs> um, September 2015, Snapchat introducers introduces its filters feature, which is awesome. And deceiving. And deceiving. <laughs> and deceiving. Um, and... March 2018, skip me ahead again. Um, it is revealed that Cambridge Analytica harvested troves of user data without their consent and um, used data for political purposes. Facebook stocks plummet. Um, April that year, Mark Zuckerberg testifies before Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is entertaining if you've never seen some of the clips. Yeah. Yeah. Of him yeah. Be- um, being questioned by some of these older I mean he stole our data like yeah that's that's what happens but so guys that is that is the um just the timeline that brings us from you know early um you know humans just figuring out how to communicate with each other to this oversaturated world with the world wide web um there's a sharing platform for pretty much everything at this point music photos videos dating anything so brave brave new world but um i don't know where that totally leaves us other than like just totally obsessed yeah just completely dependent on it and you know what's so interesting you know about especially instagram whereas i think that instagram right now is by far the most popular Mm -hmm. and that's only been around for 10 years and if you think about 
the influence that Instagram has. Think about how often you refer to or see influencers, Instagram influencers, Instagram models. There is like a whole Me. line of these, you know, it's a lot of young women, but, you know, men, everyone who are influencers and have their jobs and they get paid crap tons of money for posting pictures on Instagram because yeah. they have enough followers that their message is getting out to the world. It's so crazy that that like I'm sure there are little kids little kids you know when you grow up you I want to be a teacher I want to be the president I want to be an astronaut I want to be an influencer like that's pretty nuts that being an influencer yeah. has become a career. Well it's, it's like a get rich quick scheme right and, and you have people don't understand how unattainable and unrealistic that is and you have to Not question to and you have to question what's going to like happen to these people within the next you know 10 20 years when they get a little older when they get a little bit more wrinkly when they're not as attractive yeah. when you know maybe instagram if it ever dies out and a new form of social media comes up it's it's I don't think it's a good long-term career but you know people are making good money and they're traveling the world and they're getting free product and I mean fuck it if I was given that opportunity I would do it yeah I mean people seem to adapt though I mean now look like we have Vine went away and now we have TikTok yep tipped TikTok is a huge one I, I'm, I'll be honest I did recently download it and it's wildly entertaining I have heard I don't have it myself um, my boyfriend has it. I often watch on his phone because he'll sit there and scroll through and it seems very addicting. And It's pretty much like Vine. Yeah, and I was a big Vine fan, so yeah, Vine I'm sure fun. I'd love it. Yeah, no, absolutely. It seems like it's definitely for a younger generation, though. And maybe we're a little bit too old, at least, to be putting out that content. Um, it seems to be, you know, high school age kids. But who knows? Maybe we'll get a TikTok account maybe we'll put up some videos i honestly know. don't totally know what it is yet i just know there's like yeah. been some entertaining things i've seen recently well we've we have a lot to learn yeah i mean we could dub our own voices over it Ooh. but you do mine i do yours yeah possibilities are endless i think i honestly i don't know what i'd do if i had that sexy of a voice oh that's too sweet too kind uh i, I wish... think it, my voice is like fingernails on a chalkboard but thank you Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Just took a tumble. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think everyone kind of thinks the sound of their voice is weird, which is yeah. interesting how, you know, now everyone thinks that they can, uh, you know, they have to post everything. and and But before, like, so many people were like, oh, I hate the way my voice sounds, like, whatever, when it's on, um, on camera. But it, that's because it's, like, not real. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, microphones don't pick up the same things that, like, human ear does i mean right you think about these microphones that we're using though i mean we, we use like higher end um like dynamic and condenser microphones for this so they're supposed to they're built to pick up this kind of thing but like like your iphone maybe not so much that is true well keep that in mind for those of you voice haters yeah who are really bashing on yourself because you don't like the sound of your own voice yeah and i read an article recently on buzzfeed that was like, do we even like the Uncork Me podcast? And then, uh, and then it was like, the consensus was like at the end, it was like, yes, we do. But it was more so because people kept like just wetting themselves with how sexy our voices were. Ah, uh, I don't know if you read that. I try and shield you from the internet. No, I did not. But you'll have to show me after. Oh, I'll show you. All right, yeah. Um, this is probably why Matt Bellis I left. Remember, he was that guy who used to drink a whole bottle of wine and, like, rant about shit on BuzzFeed? Yep. Yeah, he has his own podcast now. Oh, good. Good for him. We should probably get him on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, talking about influencers in that, the Instagram model realm of social media, growing up, we were always told not to compare ourselves to celebrities and models because... You know, that's what they do for work. They have a whole team behind them. They have the access to plastic surgery and their pictures are photoshopped and they have like a makeup team and personal trainers and all that to like make them look the way that they do. Mm -hmm. But now 
we have all of these like Instagram models and you know celebrities are people that you look up to that like their life is unattainable you'll never know them Mm -hmm. but when it comes to these influencers and you know Instagram models oftentimes these are people that you know like this is somebody that was sitting in your you know intro to marketing class in college or it's the girl that you went to high school with and all of a sudden you're comparing yourself you know especially I am always comparing my body and the way I look to these Instagram models but you know you also have to keep in mind that there's just so many things that people can do to alter their appearance between you know just like working your angles and knowing which Mm -hmm. is like a good angle to take a picture from I'm still trying to figure out what mine are me as well and maybe I'll get there maybe I won't um or you know face tuning just a quick app on your phone that can brighten your teeth and remove the wrinkles or then some people go as far as to photoshop and cinch in their waist and make their hips bigger but I definitely do like do the blemish thing yeah, Every now and, and again. you just see, like, I personally, I see so many girls that are, like, stunning with, like, rock-solid abs and a, you know, no cellulite and just stunning. So all of a sudden, you go from comparing yourself to, mm-hmm. you know, like, a Kylie Jenner, who's a celebrity, to Britney in your marketing class. And I think that aspect is very dangerous, the comparison. You know, the comparison of your looks is really tough but yeah. you know and then the compare just the general comparisons like oh this person's away on vacation this person has the best life and you know we all know that obviously there's a lot that we're hiding on social media or that we're not sharing on social media the negatives in our lives nobody's putting forward the you know that their dog died and that they lost their job they're just putting the positives forward well i mean there's a balance to that some people you know what i don't like I've seen this sometimes. People posting pictures of their, like, loved ones in hospital beds being, mm. like, it's a trying time. I'm like, dude, don't post that. I understand yeah. you're going through a hard time, but, like, that is, why do you feel the need to, like, put that on social media? If you want support from your friends and your family, you should, like... Reach out to them. You should reach out to them in, in a direct way, I think. Like, you know, I think that seems, you know, almost like you're, you're baiting people to care. Right. Or also, you know, if this person is sick, maybe doesn't have a lot of time left, put down your phone and pay attention to them. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, a little different. Like, I know I posted about my mental health before, but I think the reason I do that is because I've always found a ton of value in in using social media in the positive way of, I'm not alone. This person has been through that too. So, like, I, I did that on my Instagram. My Instagram's public. You know, you can mm-hmm. check it out. Like, um, I, I post about the Tough Mudder, which is really, you know, is is very physically challenging and everything, and um, it was definitely a big accomplishment because it, a couple years before, like, I had worked so hard just to get to a place of, like, you know, like, mental clarity where I felt, like, motivated to do something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a positive thing, and that wasn't really something I did for attention. I looked like right. shit in those pictures. Like, I look like, I like, disclaimer, like, these pictures, Aww. like, make me look like a dumpster you're always a beauty oh thank you but no they're really bad they're, they're poor um but it wasn't about that like you know it was just about me being like you know I did this thing and like you know it's it's awesome I'm sharing with this with you and I'm proud of it and like cool and I think especially something like that is so positive because then it, it opens up a really tough conversation and there's a lot of stigma around mental illness and people are afraid to talk about it so when you're so open about yeah. it then, you know, maybe somebody who's really struggling feels comfortable reaching out to you. So, you know, that that sense of social media, like the power of social media when you can do good, it's great. But there's also a lot of not great things about it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think it's all, you know, like I said earlier, we could, we could spend like a whole episode doing pros and cons of social mm-hmm. media. But I think, you know, really the point is just like the pressure that it could put on you to you know, be a certain way, and I think, um, you remember when I went on that really bad date, she accused me of being a drunk, mm-hmm. and then she was like, she accused me of being unstable because of that, that same post I was just talking about. Right. And I was like, that's so not the case, so I think, then, then you, I think you worry about people judging you off of what you post, you know, is this enough, is this, you know, are they getting the full sense of me, and I right. think you keep trying, it's like smart house, you know, and the perfect mom pops up, and blah, 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 but it's just like a series of, like, data, you know, right. 
it's it's not necessarily a whole person. So I think like that's that's the whole point. It's like there's so much pressure on you to portray yourself a certain way. I think almost what you have to look at when you look at people's profile is this is how they want to be. Mm-hmm. This right. isn't necessarily who you are. Absolutely. Which I also think that's why online dating is hard. I feel like you never really get a perception of who they are till you meet them in person, which a lot of the times is like obviously has led me to have some really weird stories. Yeah. I mean, you can be whoever you want to be online. You can be whoever you want to perceive yourself to be. Yeah. And that can be very dangerous. Yeah. Well, yeah, for a variety of yeah. reasons. I mean, like, there's internet predators. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I'm pretty good judge of when I'm being catfished. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, thanks. Thanks very much, but I don't think so. Yeah, but unfortunately, not everybody is smart enough I think to realize. People, I mean, some people are very persuasive. People could use the internet on their phones to get a little bit more intelligent. Do some more reading. Mm, I've been yeah. doing that lately since I put down my phone. I yeah I've been doing a lot more reading too actually. It's just strange because I was never a big reader. Me neither. Other than Instagram, yeah, or Facebook posts. Um, you know what else is interesting is like how much you can switch based on the trend of what social media platform is cool. Like I'm barely on Facebook now. Right. I do. You know, Facebook is the one that I've posted the least on by far. I'm yeah. never going to post, never post on it. a stat. I don't even know if that's what you call it, a status or um, a post on or my like wall. An update. Or an update. I'm never going to post timeline. anything like that. You're, yeah. I'm, you know, very rarely will I even up- upload pictures. I think that Facebook tends to be kind of for, like, the crazy people from high school who overshare and, like... Have babies. Your aunts. Yep. Yep. So my grandma posts a lot on it. My yeah, mom reads a lot go. of conservative Facebook. There you go. Um Yeah, I mean I I think it's very like I don't know, Facebook's for old people now. Yes, it has <laughs> become. And you know, I think some are making the switch over to in um uh, Instagram. So who knows, maybe most. that'll be most. Are your grandparents on Instagram? Oh, no, I thought you meant just general people. Um, no, my grandparents, like, don't quite get what Instagram is, and I want to leave it that way because my yeah. grandma posts really politically charged statuses, and I'm like, oh, boy. Mm. Just like my mom. Right. But, you know, it's uh, it's interesting how people also think that, okay, the pressures of social media, what about the pressures off of social media because you're not right in front of someone's face? Right. So you feel like you can post, like, a passive-aggressive, like, people used to, people in our sorority used to do a lot of passive-aggressive tweeting, if you recall. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure I've partaken. I know I have. I'm oh, sh- yeah. definitely have, I think we all can admit that we definitely, uh, what was it called, a subtweet? If you tweet about somebody, you subtweet oh, them. Oh, we used to talk about that so much in chapter, subtweeting people. Yeah, like, if you get mad at, like, your roommate, you <laughs> subtweet about her. It was so petty and so stupid, so but, like, I think that most of us did it, and, that most of the time the person figured it out, you know, even no matter how convoluted it was. No, or, then it got screenshotted and someone else sent it to you and you're like, what a bit. I'm only thinking of one person who used to do this to me all the time. Okay. And I won't even say their name. Well. But you know I don't like them. It's one of the people I don't like. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it is very petty because why don't, instead of tweeting about it, like why don't you put energy into addressing the situation with that person oh, I but totally agree. you know thank god i would i think that the days of subtweeting are gone mm-hmm. behind so us at least for me fuck out of you please do please do and next time we see each other we'll just ignore it and i'll pretend like i didn't see anything and i didn't know that those tweets were about me i feel like our podcast would be really sucky if we just ignored each other the whole time i th- yeah i think we're capitalizing on our banter i think it's good that we interact yeah yeah. You know what I want to know, too? And I'll just throw this out there. Like, are you guys, like, digging what we're posting lately? I mean, obviously, you really like when we show our faces. You like that the most. But, yep. like, you know, Olivia doesn't have to put time into these graphics if you're not going to like them. That's right. I'm giving you all a hard time right now because she works really hard on them, and they look really cool. So. Thank you. I swear to God. Maybe you guys just think we're really pretty, so you give more likes to the pictures of us. So you agree. You think you're really pretty. <laughs> I mean, have you seen us? Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm looking at one of us right now, and I'm looking at the other. 
Valentine's Day is right around the <laughs> corner. <laughs> oh, if only we had a nice bottle of wine between us and like a bowl of spaghetti, we could do a little, little Lady in the Tramp reenactment. Mm, it reminds me of that one time that we were playing that card game at my party this summer, and then I did a three-way kiss with you and your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. sweet. Olivia and I had not started this podcast yet. We were not very close. No, but you know what? That's sometimes how you become close. I was like, I guess I just kissed Olivia's boyfriend, kind of. <laughs> half my mouth. It was kinky. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great party. It a was. Fun. Yep. I do, for those of you who don't attend or throw Christmas in July parties, mm-hmm. worth it. Worth it. It was really fun. It was like 100 degrees that day. Anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. The pictures were not good, though. They didn't really make it. I know we tried to take some. Mm. But I do, see, that's the good thing, though. I have them as memories. Right. You know, they might not be the most Insta-worthy. Next year we'll try. Yes. Yes. And I, I've been I've been working on my hot bod. I did work out today. Yeah, I love that. Worked out yesterday also. Wow. Impressed. So impressed. See if we can do three for three tomorrow. I know you can do it. Thank you. You've got it in you. But, like, did I even do it if I didn't post it? You never do anything unless you post it. Should I be taking videos of my life? You know, that, there's a, like I said, I'm not a big social media person. I'm, a lot of people are constantly adding to their Instagram stories, Snapchatting, you know, every little moment of their life. I am not like that. I can't even remember the last time I I sent a Snapchat just because I felt like it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I understand that I'm different because a lot of other people do like to record their day and all the exciting things that are going mm. on but I just cannot get behind gym selfie yeah I mean I've been guilty of that before but like there's definitely filters on it like I'm never just looking that fly at the gym I, sweat pouring down my face there's just sometimes that I catch people you know like especially when I catch guys like posing flexing it's just like it's very cringy to catch somebody else in the act of taking a selfie um yeah maybe i just need to take a gym selfie and get you know, over I, my you know the thing is i don't, don't really take selfies anymore yeah. i can't remember the last time i totally uh, maybe a couple months ago but like it's not a re- like a or a frequent thing yeah and if i do it's like it's something that's snapchatted Gotcha. Bless you. Well, maybe that should be added on to our 2020 goals list is to take more selfies. Yeah. Um, well, how are you doing on your goals, by the way? My goals, you know, I think it's still early in the year. Um, today, we are, you know, approaching the end of January, beginning mm-hmm. of February. So we're about a month in. Mm-hmm. And I... I think I've been doing pretty good. You know, one of my biggest things is that I wanted to get into a consistent workout schedule. And Mm -hmm. so far, I keep track of the number of times that I've gone to the gym. And so far this month, I've gone 16 times. I have, there's four more days left, I believe. So I'm hoping to get another couple days in at the gym. And I'm, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, yep. And you never leave the gym regretting it. And you, you know, even if it's tough to push yourself and if you're not enjoying it when you're there, like, think about how good you feel after the fact, walking away from it and feeling accomplished. It was interesting today. I was like, do I go? Do I not? Yeah. Like, I have other things I could be doing. The big boss is here. Like, do I take that time? Because I usually go during lunch during the mm-hmm. week. Um, And then I just ended up going. I was like, whatever. I'll just, I'll do something quick. And then I ended up just kind of like getting into the zone and doing like even like longer cardio than I wanted to. Love that. So it was good. I mean, I was like getting into my songs. I've been um, I've been working on my own individual music lately, so that always gets me in the zone in the gym for some reason. Very exciting. Um, but that's cool. Yeah, and you know, obviously, as far as moving out, still, still working on that. I think that's going to be an end of year right. I, goal. I don't even like totally remember what our to-dos were yeah I you know I would definitely have to revisit the episode but I think generally it was to stick to a workout schedule and I think to be better about my money to be better about saving anal so you anal yep that one still still haven't accomplished that one so I haven't accomplished my threesome either and then 50 episodes obviously we're working on it Mm -hmm. 
just because episode 15 didn't come out didn't mean it didn't happen right that that'll be in the works and i think that's it's 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 a big mystery why it didn't happen and we're not ready to share it with you just yet maybe we'll get there maybe we won't Mm -hmm. big mystery to you not to us we know what happened (laughs) we were there it was just really you know technical it was it was there's so many factors yeah um you know between aliens and recording that and just a lot of tech stuff (laughs) microphone yeah if you could only Mm. see what's going on with Livia's mic today. <laughs> I'm struggling. Wait, we're definitely going to take a picture of you, and, and that's that's going to be on our social media. <laughs> I fucked up. We moved this over to Olivia's house today, and there was a there's a key component of a mic stand that's missing. Yep, so mine keeps tipping over if you hear a thud. Olivia's that's a... mic and tripod stand is, like, resting in a cup right now. like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is really makeshift, but it's it's working. I did the best I now. could. Obviously, I yeah. took the mic stand that was working. Yeah, it's cool. That's selfish. It's cool. <laughs> Dude, that's when social media is a positive. Yeah, I like seeing funny shit on social media, mm-hmm. not like my dad's in the hospital or like yeah, you know, Kylie Jenner's thirst trap. Mm. Sometimes I'm like, all right, Kylie Jenner, enough. Stop it, Kylie. It's just like. Do you do anything else? I mean, she has a kid. I mean, hopefully she spends time with the kid. You know, she she's a mother. She's a parent. Yeah, I just feel like... More thirst traps is, than anything is what I'm seeing from her, though. I mean, apparently she's trying to get a new baby daddy. Yeah. Gotta get number two going. Which she's probably not- anybody would volunteer for that. Yeah, she's not getting any younger, you know, so... Well, Olive, why don't you, um... Why don't you take us out? That's so nerve-wracking because you usually do it. Well. Passing the baton, as they say. Yes. I would like to thank our sponsor, um, The Bachelor Pad, I believe. Is Olive's Bachelor it. Pad. Yep. Sponsoring us this week. So, yes. you know, shout out, like I said. Um, But thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. You know that. We're we so thankful for the, you know, thousands and... Ooh. There goes the microphone. Olivia, <laughs> god damn yep, it. that thud that I was talking about. <laughs> technical difficulties yep, again. More technical difficulties. But th- don't worry, this one is going to come out. We promise. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. We love you. And we'll catch you next time. That's It's Olive and my co-host, Amanda. It's us. And this is Uncork Me. This is Uncork Me. We will see you guys later. Bye. And the thing is. And the thing is. And the thing is. (laughs) Okay, see you fuckers next week. Bye.